Hello and welcome to You Bet Your Life from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Gentlemen, the secret word tonight is tree, T-R-E-E. Really? You bet your life. It's Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood and brought to you by the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers, the dealers who now have on display the outstanding 1954 DeSoto transmission and the all-new 1954 Plymouth, your best buy in the low-priced field. More about the remarkable 1954 DeSoto later in the show. Listen for it. And now, here he is, the one, the only... He's a real cool cat. Oh, that's me. Huh? <laughs> well, here I am again with $1,000 for one of our couples. Uh, Groucho, we have a young married couple for you, Mr. and Mrs. Leslie Townley. Would you come in, please, and meet Groucho Marx? Welcome, youngsters, for the DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Say the secret word and you'll win $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Mr. and Mrs. Leslie Townley, eh? Well, you're a fine-looking couple. Thank you. What's your hometown, Mr. Townley? Uh, Santa Barbara, California. Santa Barbara? Yeah. And Mrs. Townley, where are you from? Well, I was born in a little town 93 miles west of Minneapolis called Olivia, Minnesota. Oh. Is that near Olivia de Havilland? (laughs) There is a town like that. Where in Minnesota? Let's see. Uh, That's near what? uh, Duluth? Around in there, yes, Gretchen. Nice to shovel snow up there. <laughs> it's the only way we could get the people in the theater. <laughs> no, really, the snow was that high and nobody could get to the box office. In addition to that, we had a very bad show. <laughs> how, how old are you, uh, Mrs. Townley? I'm 19. I'll call you Olivia. Is that your name? No, my name is Patricia. Oh. You, you may call me Patricia. I thought you said you came from Patricia, Minnesota. No, Olivia. Oh, Olivia. Olivia. Your name is Patricia. Yes, Mr. Marks. Oh. Mr. Townley, how, how old are you? I'm 22. 22? Oh, well, fine-looking boy. Thank you. I can't call you Mr. Townley. That's too formal. What is your first name again? Uh, it's Burl, but I don't like Burl, so people call me Les. You don't like Burl? No, not particularly. You don't like Uncle Milty, you mean? <laughs> well, you're, you're married now, huh? Yes. What do you think of matrimony now that you've been snared? Oh, I, th- I think it's fine, Mr. Marks. It gives one a sense of responsibility and uh, sure prestige. Does, yeah. <laughs> all the things that go along with married life. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. How long have you been married? Six weeks. <laughs> well, that certainly explains your attitude about marriage. <laughs> you're certainly qualified to be an authority on the subject. Where did you... Uh, where did you go on your honeymoon, Pat? To Carmel, up by Monterey, up the coast. Mm-hmm. You go together? Yes, we did. <laughs> that was beautiful up there, and they have some of the finest golf courses in the world. Did you know that? Yes. Did you play any golf while you were up there? No, Mr. Marks. <laughs> must have had a pretty dreary time. Didn't you? <laughs> Let's find out something about your romance. How, how did you meet this fellow, uh, Pat? Well, I had come to work out at North American on the 15th of April. North American what? Aviation Incorporated, oh. out in Downey. Oh, you a flyer? No, that's a uh, 
North American Aviation Incorporated where they build these uh, ships and Mm. different planes. And did you know he was uh, liking that? Well, not at the time. I didn't even know he existed, but I went out there and met him two days after I had been there, and he uh, met me. Wecker, isn't he, eh? he met me formally and kept asking me to go get a Coke, and I had heard that he was married and had four children. <laughs> so I, I ignored him. And Well, how did, uh, who told you that he was married and had four children? Well, the girl that sits next to me, her girlfriend used to work with him, and she, I guess she got it all wrong. <laughs> well, do most of the young fellas at uh, North American have uh, a wife and four children? Well, not all of them. Most of them are single, but there are a lot of married men out there. With four children? Well, I don't know about four, but they have children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't you like children? Oh, I love them. I'd like to have four myself. Well, get back to North America. <laughs> Well, uh, Les, uh, I'm, I'm curious. How soon after you first saw Pat did you get engaged? Six weeks. Six weeks? Yes. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that rather precipitous? Well, no. When the right girl comes along, it hits you like a ton of bricks. In my estimation. I know what you mean. A girl hit me like that just the other night. <laughs> Only she was real bricks. I made a barbecue out of them. Put the girl in them, huh? <laughs> real hot mama, this kid. <laughs> well, I, uh, you're a real nice young couple, and I, I hope you're going to be very happy together, and I'm sure you will be. Thank and you. Uh, I'd like to see you win a lot of money tonight, so let's get started. Huh? All you have to do is run your $20, and the more than our other couples, and you'll get a chance at the big money. Let's see how high I can bid your $20. You've selected songs mentioning some part of the anatomy as your category. Now, here's your first question. How much of the $20 will you bet? Mm-hmm. Okay. All, All of it. it. All of it. One answer between you now. Give me the title of this song. Play, Mr. Fielding. Smoke gets in your eyes. Smoke gets in your eyes. Yes, it does. I'm smoking constantly. <laughs> well, you're off to a good start. You have $40. Here's your second question. Now, how much of this sum are you going to bet this time? All of it. Let's see if you can identify this one. Play, Jerry. Take a guess. I think they stood still. What's the rest? My heart stood still. My My heart heart stood still. Yeah. <laughs> now I have eighty dollars. Here's your third question. You have eighty dollars. Now how much are you going to bet? All of it. All of it. All right. All right. Play it, Jerry. Time on my hands. Time on my hands. You now have one hundred and sixty dollars. How much will you bet? All of it. Let's go all of it. All, All of it? it yeah. All right. What is the title of this song? Dainty Fingertips. 
What have you decided upon? I... Dainty fingertips? Feet in the sun. What? No, um, you've got some of the lyric, but you haven't got the title. I'm sorry. It's, it's Lazy Bones by Johnny Meiser and Hoagie Carmichael. That's a shame. You've lost all your money. Well, we can't let you leave here broke. I'll give you one more question. You get this right and you'll spit $25. How many barrels in a double-barrel shotgun? Two. Two. Two is right. I'm sorry you didn't win more money. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to tell you about the 1954 DeSoto Automatic with new PowerFlight fully automatic transmission. Why is it called the Automatic? Because the 1954 DeSoto is a car planned and built to carry out your sudden orders instantly, silently, and safely at any speed. Driving the 1954 DeSoto Automatic with PowerFlight transmission is driving at its finest. No clutch, no shifting gears. Just the turn of a key and you're ready to drive. And of course, in the 1954 DeSoto Automatic, you also enjoy the benefits of DeSoto full-time power steering. The power steering that works for you all the time. DeSoto power brakes to do over half the work of braking for you. And scores of other DeSoto automatic features. And then from a beauty point of view, this 1954 DeSoto automatic is a real dream car. With an unusual and beautiful new treatment of the grille, bumpers, and headlights. And a gleaming massiveness that says, here's beauty that's built to last. There's a really fine, clean-cut, modern look to the whole car that comes from its long, really low, wide lines and the clean flow of its styling. This year, drive and own a car designed specifically to carry out your orders instantly, silently, and safely at all speeds. This is the car. The stunning 1954 DeSoto. First car ever to deserve the name automatic. Tomorrow, first thing, go to your nearest DeSoto Plymouth dealer. See and drive the 1954 DeSoto Automatic. And remember, DeSoto puts you ahead automatically. We uh, have a housewife, Groucho, Mrs. Joan Twitchell. And her partner is a man who runs a restaurant, Mr. John Anthony. So, folks, would you please come in and meet Groucho Marx. Welcome to your Bet Your Life. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Mrs. J- Mrs. Oh, Mrs. Huh? Mrs. Joan Twitchell. You're married, I take it, huh? Yes. I'm sorry to hear that, then. <laughs> How long have you been married? Nine years. Nine years. I'm even sorrier to hear that. <laughs> Joan, let's see. Where'd you say you're from? Minnesota? No. Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Oh, well, that's right near Minnesota, isn't it? That's pretty cold country up there, isn't it? And very hot. Did you ever see me up there at the Orpheum Theater? No, I don't believe so. I was uh, pretty young then. Well, I... I was pretty young then, too, you know. This is about a hundred years ago. I used to go tobogganing up there between matinee and evening. What sort of work does your husband do? He's main floor manager for the largest department store in the world under one roof. That's the J.C. Penney Company. Oh. Where'd you meet him? Well, back in the days when Tarzan was an idol of the children, mm-hmm. we used to play in the back on castor bean trees. On what? Castor bean trees.
Mr. Anthony, you haven't said anything. You've won yourself $50. <laughs> and you've been jabbering in. You won $50. <laughs> you ought to get $75, and you ought to get $20. Million. You sorted that away. <laughs> well, now you're Mr. John Anthony, eh? Are you a John J. Anthony, the fellow who solves people's problems? No, I'm not. My son is John J. Anthony. Oh, how old he, is he? He doesn't solve any problems. He's two years old. <laughs> Did you name him after uh, Mr. Anthony of uh, the court fame? No, we didn't. No. We didn't, huh? He, after that's your uh, name, after too. me and uh, his uncle. His uncle, huh? <clears throat> what uh, line of work are you in, Mr. Anthony? I own Barney's Beanery. <laughs> what was that? I own Barney's Beanery. You own Barney's Beanery and your name is Anthony? Yes. Where is this uh, beanery? It's out at 8447 Santa Monica, block and a half east of La Cienega. Oh. Have you ever eaten in there? Uh, seldom. <laughs> Why did you pick on Barney's Beanery for a name? Well, Barney's Beanery, it, it's an alliteration and euphonious. I w- I'll be glad to. What's your number, huh? <laughs> That's pretty fancy lingo, isn't it? He probably talks that way to keep the customer's mind off the food. <laughs> Has this place always been there, this beanery? We've been there since uh, 27. Before that, I was in Berkeley, where uh, I catered to the boys at the University of California. Mm. Didn't you want any women in this place? Well, at that time, I was a little naive. And uh, a bit younger. And I thought it, it wouldn't pay. I thought they'd just come in and get a little salad or a small sandwich and clutter up the place for most of the day. So we just <laughs> kept it for the men. Your impression was that women don't eat? It was at that time. Have you taken one out since then and learned the real truth? I certainly did. Since then. Well, I'm glad to, see, glad to see there's one man in Hollywood who's using the old bean, Bonnie. <laughs> now, let's cut out the chatter and see how much you can make in the quiz, because it's time to play your bet your life. You run your $20, no more than our other couples, and you'll get a chance at the big money later. In the race for the $1,000, the newlyweds lost all their money. The secret word is tree. Now, here we go. Let's see how high I can build your $20. You selected insignia and rank of the Army and Navy as your category. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? How much is it? 20? You have $20. How much are you going to bet? And talk it over and decide on one sum between you. 1995. $19.95. What is the rank of an Army officer wearing a silver eagle? Uh, Colonel. Colonel. Colonel? Colonel is right. Talk right up. You now have $39.95. Now, how much of this sum are you going to bet in your second question? $39.90. All right. What is the... There's a fly in the microphone. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want him to hear this answer. (laughs) What is the rank of a naval officer wearing one star? He's a line officer. Hmm? If you don't know, guess. Admiral. No, I'm sorry. 
It's a Commodore. Well, now I have five cents. All right, how much of the five cents are you going to bet? Four cents. Four cents. <laughs> what is the rank of being a silver? Commander. Commander is right. You now have nine cents. How did you figure that so fast, Bernie? Oh, it was easy. <laughs> is your last chance to be the other couples? How much of the nine cents are you going to bet? Eight cents. What is the rank of an army officer wearing two stars? Adjutant general. No, it's a major general. For whom is a Murphy bed named? <laughs> Murphy is Mrs. right. Murphy. Eh? Thanks and good luck to the soda Plymouth Okay, George, who's next? Well, Groucho, we invited some building maintenance men to the program tonight, and our audience selected uh, Mr. Harvey Lugach to be on the show, and his partner is Countess Katja von Beerholm. So, folks, would you please come in and meet Groucho Marx? Welcome, welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Say the secret word, and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Let's see, a building maintenance man and a countess, eh? Which one is the Countess? That's me. Oh, well, it's an honor to have you here, Countess. May I kiss your hand? If you'd like to. How do you know I won't bite? <laughs> I don't think you will bite me. Uh, you don't know me, Countess. <laughs> well, let's find out something about you, Countess. You seem like a charming lady. Uh, to begin with, what is your full name? I'm much too in- informal to keep calling you Countess. My full name is Katya. Elsa, Anna, Maria, Cecilia, Johanna, Henrietta, De Blanche, Spansburg, Van Beierholm. <laughs> well, let me know when you reach Kansas City. <laughs> I want to see what Truman's up to. <laughs> Where'd you get all those monikers, Countess? Uh, off a string of Pullman cars? No, at the string of grandmothers and great-grandmothers. I see. Well, Countess, would it be uh, Lay's Majesty if I asked your age? No, That's French for I'm a nosy rat. (laughs) And 40. 40? Mm -hmm. Well, you're a fine-looking girl. (laughs) Uh, Where are you from, uh, Countess? I was born on an old estate... In the countryside in Denmark, not far away from where Hans Christian Andersen was born. Oh. Could you tell us something about your childhood as a countess? Oh, yes. I had a wonderful old historical castle, and I spent time riding my horses and playing in the garden. Well, I'm convinced you're the real McCoy, Countess. <laughs> Not only the real McCoy, but you're also Anna, Maria, Gretchen, Knockwish, and Sauerkraut. <laughs> and I'm still going to get off at Kansas City and see what Truman's up to. <laughs> uh, Mr. Mr. Harvey Doglatch, is that, is that right? No. <laughs> Glugatch. Oh, Glugatch, huh? Sorry, I've been ignoring you. No, it's just what is it you do? That is in the daytime. Well, uh, I'm a <laughs> manager at the Los Angeles Window Cleaning and Maintenance Company. Oh, what kind of a company is that uh, exactly? Well, uh, we do uh, janitorial service and window cleaning for uh, office buildings, banks, uh, various establishments. Banks. 
You're welcome. <laughs> what are some of the problems connected with cleaning a big office building? Well, of course, uh, the most important problem, the biggest problem we have is personnel. Uh, uh, the secretaries on the in these particular jobs, uh, they're generally the messiest of of all. They'll put lipstick on the desks and uh, makeup on I the walls. They put lipstick on the boss. No. You you mean that the women are sloppy? Yes, and they're generally the ones who complain the most too. Do you think men are are needed than the women? Oh yes, much. You do. Do you agree with that, Countess? Oh yes, I think so. I think he's right. You're not making a play for him, are you? <laughs> he's married. How do you know he's married? Are you married? Yes, I am. Now, how did you know he was married? Oh, I just guessed that Amanda looks so well as he does. He has such a nice position. He must be married. <laughs> Men like that doesn't go around loose. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about me? I'm loose. Countess, <laughs> I don't mean to get personal, but uh, would you uh, be interested in matrimony? Oh, I would like to marry... Absolutely. Oh, brother, I may not have to come back to work next week. <laughs> what sort of uh, fellow would you be interested in? Uh, a man of uh, experience? <laughs> Dashing? Yes. Debonair? Yes. Suave? Yes. <laughs> Crooked? I mean, clever? <laughs> yes, very much. Yes, eh? Next week when people see me, they'll start bowing and scraping. You know? <laughs> one more thing. I'm never going to mention DeSoto again. Countess, one more thing. Of course, this isn't important where true love is concerned, but uh, do you have any dough? <laughs> I have no money. I work for a living. Folks, get down to your soda deal tomorrow. Come <laughs> and Groucho sent you. Rush down, for heaven's sake. Be there before he opens up. Well, Connors, this is all in fun. I'd like to go on talking to you, too, but I'm sure you'd rather win some money. And right now, it's time to play your bet your life. You wouldn't take me seriously anyhow, would you, Connors? I don't know. <laughs> Pretty good catch of that if you can catch me. Eh? <laughs> all right. Now, all you have to do for a chance of the big money is to run your $20 in the more than our other couples. In the race for the $1,000, the second couple leads with one cent. And the secret word is tree. Here we go. Let's see how high I can bid you $20. You selected foreign monetary units as your category. This ought to be right up your alley, Countess. <laughs> Here's your first question How much will you bet? Mm -hmm. All, All of it. it. All of it. What is the monetary unit of Mexico? Pesos. Mm -hmm. Pesos. Pesos. Pesos is right. You now have $40. You are now $40, according to Fenneman. How much are you going to bet? All. You're going to bet all of it? Yes. What is the monetary unit of Italy? Lira. Lira is right. You now have $80. Is that King Lear? No, oh. King Lear, that was in Shakespeare. Oh, yes. <laughs> Here's your third question. You have uh, $80. How much are you going to bet? All of it. What is yes. the monetary unit of Canada? Canadian dollars. The dollar is right. 
You now have one hundred sixty dollars. Well, how much is one hundred and sixty? You got to buy. Old. What is the last chance to beat your other couple? <laughs> how much will you bet? Oh. We will bet all. One hundred and sixty dollars. Yes. <laughs> will you come to the gas bar, Countess? Uh, oh, I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> And we will hang over the Casbah, shall we? Oh, yes. <laughs> what is the monetary unit of Russia? Rubles. Rubles is right. <laughs> Thanks and good luck from the Soda Plymouth Dealers. Connors, you got plenty on the ball, huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and besides, you have $320, though. <laughs> And that means that the Connors and her partner with $320 in just one moment get the chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $1,000 question. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Arlene Francis here to tell you about the most wonderful new car I've ever seen, the 1954 DeSoto Automatic. The DeSoto Automatic is the one car planned and built to do exactly what you want it to do. Do it instantly, do it quietly, and do it safely at all speeds. That's a marvelous thing to know. And what a beautiful car. The gleaming new grille and chrome trim give the 1954 DeSoto a longer, lower look. The swept-back fenders form a sleek, unbroken line right down to the smart new taillights. There are completely new interiors, too. The new instrument panel is in perfect harmony with the rest of the exquisite appointments. A real jewel-like instrument panel, giving you a real feeling of luxury. Take it from me, this 1954 DeSoto Automatic is a really thrilling car. A car you'll want to see right away at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Drop in to drive the 1954 DeSoto Automatic and enjoy a DeSoto ride, the ride that puts you ahead automatically. The 1954 DeSoto Automatic is available in two full series. The mighty DeSoto Fire Dome V8, now 170 horsepower, and the brilliantly responsive DeSoto Powermaster 6. Here's the Connors and her partner, Groucho, the winning couple, all set for the $1,000 DeSoto Plymouth question. Here we go for $1,000. Give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer. Think carefully, and please no help from the audience. Here it is. A character in Sheridan's play, The Rivals, confused words that are similar in sound but unlike in meaning. She said things like uh, an allegory lives on the banks of the Nile. For $1,000, what was the name of this woman who murdered the King's English? Talk it over. What is the answer you two have decided upon? We think it is Pygmalion. No, no, that is not the right answer. It's Mrs. Malaprop. Uh, Very famous character. As a matter of fact, it's become part of the language of Malaprop. Is any misappropriation of words. 
So that means the big question next week will be worth uh, $1,500. Well, they lost the big money, but how much they win the quiz, George? They went all the way in the quiz with $320. Well, congratulations, and thanks to both of you and to all of our contestants on the show tonight. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at the same time for the Groucho Marx Show, when the big question will be worth $1,500. And don't miss Groucho's television show, also brought to you by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember that the dealers who sell the outstanding 1954 DeSoto Automatic with fully automatic power flight transmission also have on display the remarkable new Plymouth, engineered and built to be your best buy in the low-price field. DeSoto, Plymouth. Two great new cars. Both products of the Chrysler Corporation. And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. Good night, folks, and remember... Just be sure to see the DeSoto Automatic. <laughs> folks, here's a reminder from the National Safety Council. When driving, keep your wits and windshield clear. You'll bet your life. Transcribed from Hollywood is produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. This is George Fenneman signing off with more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. You'll Bet Your Life is heard by our armed forces throughout the world. 